0: You are now tuning in to the Mind Body podcast, where you will go behind the scenes of how the mind of successful entrepreneurs, experts, and true leaders really works. Here you won't just listen, you will understand the guiding principles to create massive change in any area of your life. And of course, this podcast is hosted by the strong, lovely, with the sexy Jewish accent, Lidor Dayan. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mind Body Podcast. I'm your host, Lido Diane, and in today's show, I bring you Dr. Chris Zaino. Dr. Chris' story is actually pretty amazing. It's about pushing yourself to your greatest potential and not giving up to anything that life throws at you. After overcoming a life threatening illness, he then studied to become a doctor to help others and serve. He is ready to accomplish great things in his life and doesn't apologize for wanting to be the best version of himself. Dr. Zaino said that the true genius inside is usually untapped. Everybody has a hero, but sometimes we leave a secret identity because we leave other people's values. Today's show is how to let go of that secret identity and become the true hero you were meant to be. So let's welcome Dr. Zaino, and without further ado, let's begin the interview. Welcome Dr. Chris Zaino to the Mind
1: Body Podcast. I'm really honored to have you on the show, man. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me, and everybody who's listening or watching, I appreciate you guys. I promise you and guarantee there'll be some amazing wisdom and uh, value here, so we're going to have a great time.
0: Yeah, yeah. And before every person that I interview, I always love to do a little bit of my research because I don't like to just uh, start a conversation with somebody without me knowing him. So uh, yesterday I was going to YouTube, do some research about you and I saw your own story, which is really amazing uh, what you've been through because you actually saw, we can say it, uh, almost death, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, when I put to my story, when or when I'm talking to you today, and everybody that's listening, remember I'm going to speak my story, or whatever I'm going to say, and I'm going to take a, I'm going to take like a sidestep because I want to give you the lesson that was learned through a very rough time of my life. So you don't have to learn that lesson the way I did. And also, we'll go over the principle that I learned in there, so you could apply that today without having to go through what I went through. So um, I could tell you a little about that story if you'd like. It's pretty cool yeah sure all right in 1998 it went mr. America so I looked a certain way and felt a certain way I believed my health was only how I looked or how I felt so if I looked good and I felt good I was I was great uh, I worked uh, I got my degree from the University of Central Florida and so I had that degree for exercise physiology so I trained some of the Orlando magic I also worked on in Universal Studios Florida and I trained some celebrities for Xena and and Hercules and stuff like that at 26 I got married and then all of a sudden out of nowhere I thought like I had a stomach bug and I started going to the bathroom a lot no big deal got worse and worse big deal blood big deal right so I, I went I went Google MD right I put on blood and stool and then the first thing that comes up is cancer I'm like oh my god this sucks because you know I had a dad who died of cancer my grandfather died of cancer and I thought I thought cancer and all these diseases were genetic which is later on to be bullshit but you know like I did I we were never taught in school about epigenetics that you know you and I could control our factors mm-hmm. you know if cancer is eight times more receptive to sugar then I don't eat sugar then I got you know I'm, I'm starving it so anyways but so I thought wow I mean is this happening at 26 so I just continued to get worse and worse because I didn't know what to do about it. I was scared, and then the day my wife found out is the day I actually lost my bowels in public. So you guys, you know, when you have diarrhea and you have that like feeling, imagine having that all day long, all the time. And then finally, you know, I was carrying clothes in the back seat of my car, and then finally, you know, it was it was at a department store, and the bathrooms were closed because I would always check out the bathrooms, and I lose my bowels in public. But I want you to put yourself in my position, Mister America cover magazines, my job is personal training, celebrities, giving nutrition exercise plans. Like my entire identity was based in that. And now it's stripped. It's gone. I find myself and there I was at that TJ Maxx. And it's it's not that I lost my bowels and my pants. All of us could probably get away with that, hide it and get out. But when blood, when it's blood and people see blood seeping through your genes, it freaks them the shit out. Like they're scared. They're, they're appalled they're, like they never saw that and so I ran out there called my wife she picked me up that ho- the hospital went to the hospital that day they diagnosed me with an incurable right no hope incurable terminal disease called ulcerative colitis where my immune system was literally they said eating my body from the inside out wow. I was put on tons of drugs prednisone uh, I the drugs were so harsh they damaged my liver so I got I got hepatitis from the drugs I'm being treated for colitis, being treated for hepatitis, organ rejection medications. I went to Dallas, Texas, for the top doctors in Baylor. Remicade infusions, interferon shots, organ rejection medications. Wearing a mask because they're shutting my immune system down. And then the only option was to take out my colon. So like, listen, I'm going to set you up for uh, removal of your colon, and say just to let you know, this is how life's going to be. You're going to have no colon. That hole that's gonna be coming out of the right side of your body it's gonna get infected that colostomy bag it'll break and leak um, you'll be on $6,000 worth the medication for the rest of your life you're already sterile so you're not gonna have a family unless you adopt and we don't even know if you'll get to the surgery because you're on all these immunosuppressive medications we'll see you in a week hmm. and I went home to see my mom who already lost two sons and lost my dad and she sends out that email my anatomy teacher from 10th grade says I want to see Chris when he comes home in Sarasota Florida and I went home, and he's like, "Listen, I need you to go see my doctor. He's a correct, you know, he's a care chiropractor. He's going to change your life." And when you when you went through what I went through, and someone tells you that, you know, you're almost insulted because you're like, "I appreciate you want to help me, but I go, but I tried everything. You know, I, I've been to the best." And he told me a statement, and this is where we're gonna. This is the teaching point for those of you that are listening. It could be financial relationship health or business and you feel that you tried it all well you feel that you're you're stuck in a corner or there's one way or there's or there's no way and he's told me this he goes you didn't try it all he goes because if you tried it all you would have had your health or for you if I'm you're listening if you tried it all guys you would have had the results you wanted and he woke me up enough to realize that we if you're listening we don't realize that we become hopeless. We don't realize we become a victim when it's happening to us. And I realized in that moment I had accepted hopelessness. I I had accepted becoming a victim and that one line, you didn't try everything or what I had you out. It woke me out of it. And I said at least enough to say, you know what? He's right. So I went to see this doctor he taught me about the brain uh, the the brain and the nervous system your spine I never took care of my spine and nerve roots come out of your spine and nerves it's like it's like a circuit breaker in your house nerves come out of your spine and they go to organs my lower spine was damaged never had pain I had damage on my brain some underneath my neck never felt that but crushing life those nerves those organs couldn't function properly and um, that was my blind spot see and that's another thing I want to talk to you guys about see you're not getting the results you want because there's blind spots and the blind spots you don't see and they're not your fault mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you might have a blind spot going on and this is why it's so important to have a mentor have a, a coach have someone who you have who, who will sh- uh, be a straight shooter that's why I coach executives hundred millionaire executives the reason why because I'm a straight shooter to be like dude there's your blind spot that you can't see you know there's an old saying you can't see the label when you're inside the bottle and I looked at my spine. There was my blind spot. That was a problem I didn't know about. I ate well. I exercised. But that was the part that was missing. And we started correcting that. And like they tell everybody, I wish I could tell everybody on the line. And then in one week, everything was perfect. Nope. When you start to change a circumstance in your life, understand understand all of you, if you're in a place or going towards a place in your finances, relationship, business, or health, you have gained Momentum. Meaning that you're going like this in the wrong direction and when you make a change here you're still got momentum and so when I made that change I'm still going in the wrong direction until the momentum slows down until it stops until it reverses and then you start getting momentum in the right direction and that takes time mm-hmm. and I saw every day blood in that toilet bowl and it was so frustrating now I could I wish I could tell you I was a positive person I wasn't but in three months I was off half the drugs five months I was off all the drugs no surgery, seven months my body was totally healed. It healed itself of an incurable disease. and That was about 13 years ago.
0: That's amazing, man. Yep. And uh, taking you back then, what helped you to handle, for example, an anxiety and maybe paranoia? Because sometimes, you know, knock on woods when somebody like a doctor tell you, you have a cancer, it's already been in your body, right? But once he said that word, then it paralyzed you. You have that uh, inside, you know, you're feeling in the stomach and it just don't go away. And every single day, every moment of your life, all you do is just thinking about it, and you get paranoid. So what helped you?
1: You're so right, man. You know, I tell my patients, I'm like, oh, you got diagnosed with cancer? Um, It's been there like 30 years, the process. I go, so last month when you were on the roller coaster ride at Great Adventure or Six Flags, having fun with your grandkids and smiling and being happy, you had cancer. So you're so right. The doctor plants it in their mind and they, they shut down because it's almost they act like they got cancer that second. And then that's what kills them. -hmm. They start focusing on it. They like their their stress hormone goes out of reason, you know, the anxiety, and they literally, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. But I try to tell people, Mike, that last you know last week when you're on vacation in Florida and dancing all night long, um, you had cancer there too. And so people don't. But you're right, the fear sets in. Um, I'm a type dude that you know if you tell me to do something, I'm going to do it. So the thing that allowed me to get through some of that was that whole thing I, I could say that I, I did it like when the doctors told me to do the drug I I, I did there I did their protocol and so I, I knew that I didn't fail what they wanted me to tell but their their system sucked it doesn't work it still doesn't work today but when I got that and the anxiety of it of course man I mean if I might because when they did the sir if they were to do the surgery here's the deal my wife's like number one you're like – she's like, you're not getting through that surgery. You're on three immunosuppressive medications and they can't cut out your colon without some type of bacterial infection. They said you'll be on ICU for months. We'll never get out of the sick medical debt. We're in so much medical debt now. You know, So it's like that – my only option sucked. And so what do you do with the anxiety? This is this is how I get over it, man.
0: Mm-hmm. So when, I, I'll tell you.
1: I'll tell you how I got over it. I went to the doc. You know, when I went to that doctor, the chiropractor, and I told him, "Okay, so when I'm going to get better?" Because everybody listening, if you have an issue, you just want it gone. And this is what he told me. He didn't tell me any bullshit stuff. He, he went like this. He goes, he goes, when. You choose to correct that problem because he showed me my problem. He showed me my blind spot and you know what? he put it all on me. This is how I get over it because when you choose to correct your problem that you have that's affecting your life and your future when you choose to do something about that.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. then your
1: body will be in the state to be able to heal itself again. He goes within the day and the hour you're going to get well. That's not up to me because that's up to you and your body because but well, you will get better if you don't quit on yourself no matter what. So what he did, he literally put all 100% responsibility back on me, no matter how scared I was. So when you're in fear, watch this, watch this, so when you're in fear and anxiety, and you get to the point, this is, guys, this is is the take home of this. When you're in such fear and anxiety, and you could get to the point when you realize no one is coming to save you, then you realize, holy crap, it's all up to me. And that was the turn. That was the point for me, realizing that no one's coming to save me. Like I'm go, I'm going to be the one that determines whether I get better or not. Like it's all on me and it sounds scary and it sounds like a lot of pressure, but it was the only thing to get out of the apathy and indifference of being a victim. Cause when you're a victim, you're a victim, you blame the circumstances, but when you're a victim and says, Hey, by the way, uh, the boat's sinking, you're the only one in that boat and there's no one around. So, no one's coming to save you. That's when the human, the human, uh, the human spirit digs deep and finds resourcefulness that otherwise we wouldn't have. So I realized that all the responsibility was on me and no one was coming to save me. And that, that I had to had a, I had to either act or die. Like it really was like, that's what it was down to. And I chose to live. Yeah. Some people cho- some people choose to die.
0: Mm-hmm. Many people only get to that point once they have enough pain in their life. So what do uh, you think, uh, because uh, my main obsession was like how can I help myself and others not get to that low moments where yeah. you like really can't have it no more and only then you change and take full responsibility.
1: Oh, you're absolutely right and that's why like you know how I preframe this this interview saying guys, I'm going to teach you some principles I'm going to step to the side of my story so you don't have to watch. So you don't have, you, you nailed it. So you don't have to get there. So automatically understand that wherever you are in your life right now, or you are headed, I'm asking you to take a hundred percent responsibility. It's your fault and a good reason. Your marriage sucks cause you didn't want you, you cause you a, wanted it to, or you didn't want it to your health sucks cause either you didn't want it to be, you didn't want to be healthy, truly, or, um, you're not doing what it takes to be at least, So it all comes down to you. Cause we know I'll, I'll use the marriage. It's easy, easy to get some roses. It's easy to get a nice card. It's easy to go on a date, your health. It's easy to walk on a treadmill. It's easy to go to the gym. It's really easy to eat whatever, but you don't have to go through an act of health relationship, business or financial terrorism for you to then act. That's why terrorism is effective. I put a gun to your head, then you move. Or when I'm going to get my colon taken out, then I'm like, oh, maybe I should think about this. Or when you're diagnosed with cancer, hey, I sh- hey, maybe I'll start exercising. Like, why does the human have to get to the point? You know why? Because human beings think they could get away with it, and they think for some reason they're immune to what, what five to six people suffer with they're like well maybe it'll be different for me maybe I have time or they feel that they could get away with it it is the it is the biggest lie you could tell yourself so when you say listen my current state of my life has nothing to do with my circumstances it has everything to do with how I respond in these circumstances and when you could realize and you know what you're so right later you know, it sucks like let me tell you nothing about this is gonna feel good like you, you cry, I cried over it, I'm like this freaking sucks, I hate this, but I, I, I kicked and punched, but I did take personal responsibility and that was the difference.
0: Mm-hmm. And once you do it and you overcome that, you oh. feel so fucking amazing, yeah. like you have uh, so much You're strength, Superman. Yeah, inner strength
1: that like no matter what life is going to bring me, I'm like bring it on. You'll never lose it. You'll never lose it. See, cause, and here's, here's what I get frustrated. Like, you know, we're sitting here, we, we put this interview together for everybody listening. And the thing is we know words words are nice, these words, you know, that this, this interview is nice to listen to and you're getting some good tips, but words don't teach like the experience teaches and we don't want you to have to go through an experience to, to, to learn it. So we're trying to say like, get this. Meditate on what we're saying, activate it, because you're so right. Once I went through that experience, and this is how I built a tremendous well, I built the largest wellness practice in the world. Everything I put my mind to, I would succeed. I turned pro and bodybuilder. Like I would do different endeavors and still rise to the top because when you go through something like that and you win and you build self-resolve, you could transmute that into every area of your life. That's why I said like with bodybuilders and fitness people, you know, they make their meals, they go to the gym, they weigh everything, it's like, they all could be multi-millionaires if they transmuted that discipline and that resolve and that uh, delay gratification into a business mm-hmm. right so it's like when you go through the experience like you said you become you get so much you, you gain a self-esteem a pride a pride I'm proud of what I went through I love that situation I went through that you could face any challenge and know that hey listen I almost died it's almost like the David and Goliath you know Goliath that was not an underdog story like David David killed a bear. He killed a lion. He protected the the herd. So when a giant comes on by, he's like, "Bring it!" You know, he's like, "I got this." You know, and that's the cool thing about it. Like you have to understand those experiences of triumph, you transmute into every area of your life. So anything you want to make a million dollars, you want to have a great relationship, you want to be a great parent, you want to have amazing health, you can have it all when you put that resolve into it.
0: The thing is that as humans we tend to always focus on what we're really getting good at. So like you said, uh, bodybuilder is really good at bodybuilding. All he thinks is walking out, uh, nutrition, uh, 8 meals a day and he's really good at it. So the tendency of human beings is always focus on what we're good at. So why would I start a business out of this? Because then I will lack at what I'm good at. So how do you manage this?
1: No, no, you, you nailed it because what happens is because it's what we're good at because we like the feedback right oh I'm good at this so you you we all like doing something that we have we're good at and we get good feedback on but realizing that the same principles that got you great at something if you put that into your work or anything else you'll be equally as successful but it all comes down to do you want it or not and I'm I'm not and there's no judgment meaning that listen if you're if your relationship or if your job isn't where it wants to be your health's not where it wants to be and you could become self-aware and say you know it's I, I'm not in the shape I want to be because I really don't want to be I didn't really want to do the stuff and you could own it and say listen I'm not justifying I don't have to justify it I just didn't want to that the fact that if you get to a self-awareness that you own that and say, yeah, I just, I just didn't want to dedicate myself to it, that and you know that's the reason why, that's the first place you start. Because I tell people, when you become self-aware and be like, you know why uh, this part of my life is not great? Because, like you said I really enjoy the fitness aspect and I enjoy it so much and it's all I think about and I just really want to look good and I really want to take cool pictures for Instagram when I go to work all I think about is working out so I really don't put all myself into my work my job's easy I don't really have to I don't really have to put in the extra 10% to just get by. So I, ch- I chose to be mediocre at work, but I choose to be exceptional in my fitness. And so when you could say and own up and not blame the boss or blame the person next to you or blame the spouse or blame the circumstances when you could say, Hey, that area is kind of low because deep down I really don't want to be great at it. And when you could own that and not justify it, then that's at least the start, at least it's self-awareness. So you're right. You nailed it on the head. Like I wanted someone who, who just wants to have abs and looks good and wants to go out on on the weekend and look really good and then but there's going to come a point where I believe through experience or getting a family they're like, "You know what? I got to actually start a career now." And there's going to be that little bit of pain and then but the great thing is you built a discipline muscle. And when you go through experience you build a discipline muscle that now could be applied or I say transmuted meaning that what I learned in one area of my life I could apply that to another area of my life and get equal like I actually call it my hero secret sauce I literally made a PDF for you guys on this one and a little digital course I'll give you guys at the end but it literally is like I distilled down five key traits in all different areas that you could apply immediately and start to become more successful wherever you're at so I, I totally agree but at the end of the day it comes to wanting to as, as crazy as that sounds I there I, I went through the complexity of psychology you know I have a minor in psychology and I could go through the psychology of the human being I've worked with 16,000 patients and when you go through the complexity of the human mind and why people do things at the end of the day it comes down to the simplicity that that person. Person A is there because they wanted to, and person B is not there because deep down they really don't want to, but they're giving you some bullshit excuse. Like when someone says, whoa, God's number one and my family's number two, you know, they give me the bullshit success one-on-one answer. If I look at your checkbook, everybody listening, I can tell you exactly what's priority in your life. So let's just be honest. So just to be honest. Listen. No, family's not number one in my life, why? Because I love my work. It gives me, fills me in my life. Like if we could be honest with ourselves because we're so worried about what someone's gonna think, we, 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 fool our, we fool them with some BS answer and we use the BS answer so much that we actually start fooling ourselves like, oh, these are my priorities and values. No, they're not. I could look at your checkbook and your credit card statement and I could tell you exactly what you live for, what your values are, and what you want in your life. And then I'm gonna tell you that's what they are, and then I'm going to tell you, be okay with it, accept it, and be, be like, yeah, that's what it is. And at least you can be honest with yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. What, what Man, I, I think uh, also is actually, starting small is actually a big key, because if I look back, when I started training, I started it when I was 14 years old. So you have a big vision, you want to change your body, but... As long as you're not focusing on the future, on the end result, how my body is going to be, and I was actually enjoying it, I I loved walking out, then you actually build, like you said, that discipline, that muscle. And I think that's what keeps us all from starting and not really actually executing daily. Because we have that illusion like, ah, but I'm so far away from where I need to be. And as long as I'm not there, I keep sabotaging myself.
1: So good. Man, you hit it on the head. So I have something called, A lot of people become a perfectionist and they start comparing it's comparison comparison leads to judgment shame guilt envy and it leads to be a perfectionist right and so I have a you know I have a term I I term called you just got to be a potentialist and what a potentialist does is today all you could do is do the best you can with what you got in the moment you got it that's all like so today you know uh, I'll give you a real life example so last night I had some food I shouldn't have had you know that was kind of like my vacation meal day and I feel kind of shitty today I mean I'm like a little food a little bit of a food hangover because I actually ate food that I'm not used to and so today I'm not a hundred percent I'm like 80 percent so but when I go I, but I'm not gonna cry about it. it's like when I go to the gym today I'm gonna give the best I can with what I got in the moment I have it so if I give if I give my 80 if I'm only 80 percent and I could give my 80 percent that's the best I could do and that's all I'm gonna ask for today and you're gonna live in the moment like the past is an illusion that we remember and make up the future hasn't happened so you're the only power you have is right now like you and I in this conversation it's the only it's the only reality right now in my life is that this is the only reality and the only power we both have is in this present moment to express and experience and appreciation towards each other and, and, and everybody listening and watching so you're absolutely right we compare we judge and it gets frustrating. Versus saying, "Hey, today I'm just do the best I can with what I got." And you know, years and the yes guys, when it comes to fitness, years later, yeah, you're yeah. gonna have uh, a physique with uh, with your genetics and effort that will be much better than it is now.
0: Yeah, most think that it's gonna happen like in one month, three months, because that's what uh, marketing is. Uh, they're yeah, sure. always like, ah, you want to get uh, six abs in uh, 90 days, but it doesn't work this way. So I believe today's people are much uh, better educated and not that stupid to actually believe that in two or three months they can change their body like, wow. So I want to ask you a question. Uh, what is some of the daily routines and habits that uh, you see that uh, you amplify in your life along the years that really shape the person that you are today?
1: right so uh, my morning routine was built over like the last eight years so I'll tell you what I do but but I, I if, if no one if someone just wakes up when the alarm clock goes off or doesn't and you get out of bed and rush and run to work let's start there all I'm gonna ask you to do is set your alarm clock for five minutes earlier and then when that thing goes off five minutes earlier lay in bed or sit at the edge of your bed and visualize and plan the day because a lot of times we get out of bed and then we're running around with stress. But it's like you get up and be like, okay, I'm going to eat breakfast. Like you just have intentions for the day. Like you know, I'm going to have a podcast interview. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do this. So I'm setting the intention for the day, even if it's five minutes. And it doesn't sound like much. But let me tell you, I saw the benefit of just five minutes. So like you were saying, like we start small because when i tell you my routine right now it's going to blow you out of the water you're going to get frustrated you be and then the worst thing i would have you guys do is say see that's why i'm successful and i can't do that so screw it right no no my this routine started with 5 minutes and i just had intention because i had intention for the day and i that allowed me to start mastering my day versus the day mastering me just 5 minutes so my routine now eight or even maybe 9 or 9 years later i wake up today I did a little cardio and when I do my cardio I, I, uh, I multitask so I, lust, I I do my cardio so I can listen to a podcast or watch a YouTube video so my cardio becomes a, a, a personal developing tool not just physically but mentally spiritually and emotionally right so I combine I stack it I stack it and then after the cardio then I did some detox protocols I have a sauna I do some of that and I read so I'm doing so I do I multitask I'm reading the book I'm working on and doing the sauna right and then after that I meditate for 24 minutes 24 minutes or an hour depending if I don't do cardio I'll meditate longer if I do cardio it'll be like 24 minutes so I meditate I clear my mind for the day because then I get all those the crap thoughts out of there I I, I my I, I start with the Good momentum and I and I can bring my a game it's all about filling the well I'm filling the well why am I filling the well in the morning because no one's bugging me in the morning it's first in the morning I fill my well up because now the rest of the day I could pour out of my well and give you the best I have uh, and so because if I have an empty well I'm no good to you and then after I do that uh, I meditate Then I write down my visions every day I write down my, my people write down their goals I write down the vision for my life so I call it a uh, I, I, I build the lighthouse see when you're when you're 100 miles away you see the lighthouse and then as you get closer you get to see it more defined so every day I write down my visions my big visions what I want and then I have breakfast a good breakfast today I had very simple three eggs and, and now uh, I'm talking to you right so uh, you know I built I, I that that's my morning routine every single day and it took yes it's hours you're right but it started with 'Cause I was like, how am I gonna do all this stuff? And there's these books about these morning routines. And you know what the problem with these books, and I'll call out every author, you know what? You're you're creating more legalism for people to do. You're creating more of a prison in someone's life. Oh, this is the morning routine. Oh, in the morning, on the day, listen. Like so someone gets these books and they're like, Great, I gotta add more work and get and find more time that I don't have to do something, and no one applies it. So that's why I tell you, we're just saying start small five minutes so if you wake up at 6 wake up at 5 55 sit at the edge of the bed and visualize your day like planning I'm gonna do this then I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this I'm gonna see this page. I'll to make 10 calls great I'm gonna have great calls I like, can you almost like positively put intention of the day then when I did that for months I did that for months just five minutes then I started seeing the days change I started seeing the things that I planned happening then I realized Holy crap! This isn't bullshit. And then it gave then it gave me the motivation and inspiration to now make more time to have a morning routine. So I needed those five minutes to prove to me, okay, Chris. Now it's time that you find more time and you create the time, or or you don't create it. You you uh, you wake up early because this is so important for the rest of your day.
0: Yeah, from what I see, uh, from all the people that I ask those kind of questions is uh, once you they become aware of what works for them uh, then it's become an habit and what I want that people that are going to listen to this will take is that no matter what I say or you say or any person I bring to uh, the podcast is you can try it but you gotta realize who you are and what works best for you because maybe the five minutes not gonna work for you I used to think right. ah, Tony Robbins is doing a cold uh, shower in the morning not working
1: for me man so what the cold shower yeah So screw that man I hate that shit <laughs> so, so you know and I thought that it's so funny you say that I, t- I did it a couple times and I literally said this I don't need a cold freaking shower to become an amazing successful powerful person you know like you realize but like this is bullshit like you know like you know I don't need to do this like so that's your you're so right it's like because you're gonna do stuff say listen this feels religious or legalistic and I, I'm doing it because no, I, I want to do something that aligns with my values or what makes me better you know so when I enjoy it like you that's that's how you know it works for you you're gonna look forward to it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you look forward. To, oh you gotta you gotta suck up the pain no you don't that's a bunch of bullshit no it's stupid um, but if you like cold showers and you like cold showers. But for me, I was like, you know, I'm, you no, know, yeah, yeah. So I, I'll, I mean, you're hitting, you're hitting, you're hitting uh, the park right now. You're doing great.
0: So let's talk a little bit about nutrition aspect because you're very good at it as well, and you know how uh, important it is to have a very healthy lifestyle. Because if you eat crap, you will feel crap. Your energy will be really low, and your focus, and it will affect everything yeah. you do every single day. So I I'm a believer that uh, okay you gotta eat green you gotta eat a lot of vegetables uh, drink a lot of water because seventy or eighty percent of your body is water right so what is the kind of uh, strategy with food that you would uh, suggest to people to do
1: daily? Yeah, just think you know everything I put everything you put into your body is the building block of the body like all food rebuilds your body. You don't just eat food for nutrition. You're literally rebuilding yourself out of what you eat. So, if I was to build a house, would I want to build it with like uh, plywood and plastics and, uh, you know, aluminum? Or would I want to build it with rock, uh, you know, marble, like really good stuff? So, just that aspect, you know, I only put, and and it's not like, because in today's society, it's not a piece of chicken is a piece of chicken. It's not a piece of, a lot of there's organic there's grass-fed grass finished there's organic vegetables so uh, when you eat organic I tell people like that's a lot of money well it's your freaking health and you know what when someone says it's a lot of money you know you ever see uh, I want you to look up uh, gangrene diabetic foot I want you to look up uh, someone getting chemo and when you look at that picture ask them if they that they're paying for that ask them if they told the doctor oh there's a lot of money to get my foot chopped off no no one they, they didn't listen they wish they had someone tell them that they need to do these things so uh, when you do eat organic food grass-fed beef free-range chicken and eggs uh, those things what happens is because they're so new nutri- they have a lot of nutrition you could actually get away with eating less ounces so if you eat six ounces of beef you could get grass-fed beef and maybe only eat four ounces because there's a lot more dense nutrition in there so uh, my rule is always the best the best water the best organic vegetables the best uh, the meat like you are what your meat eats like so whatever that chicken eats whatever that cow eats whatever that fish eats i'm getting that too so i don't i don't eat fish that eat corn there's no fish were not created to eat corn i eat wild caught right so i make sure that i am a yeah when it comes to nutrition i only put uh the best stuff in there. And you know what? I did that when I was a student off student loans and I do it now as a multi multi millionaire. So there I takes I, I will not take any excuse that you have for not putting the right nutrients in your body.
0: What's your philosoph- philosophy about nutrition? Like uh, do you have a certain uh you go after like a ketogenic diet Uh, yeah uh, yeah
1: Mm -hmm. I I I believe in all macronutrients and I tell everybody uh, the best diet they should do is the one that they feel they could do consistent 85 to 90 percent of the time whatever whatever that person could do most of the time that's the one they pick so intermittent fasting if people are cool with not eating all day and having one or two meals if that fits your lifestyle and you're like hey, I love this then do it if keto if you're cool with no carbs great then do it I'm, I, you know what I like carbs I like fats I like proteins my diet has all the macronutrients in it because then my body doesn't feel restricted of anything and I mean and I'm not on a diet you know I basically I eat well uh, and I don't feel like I want to diet because my body's not in a. it's not like oh I don't have carbs or I don't have fat I mean I'll manipulate them if I want to get in bigger or, or, or get leaner but uh, I, I just want to like what works for a person maybe it's two meals a day it does like who who said it was six right like who said it was seven it's like whatever that person could say I could stick to this for the long term 80, 85% of the time then you're gonna win but if you start mixing stuff or you do low carbs and then you binge on carbs and then you then you don't eat the next day and then you gorge before bed like you start doing that you'll you'll crash your metabolism so whatever could be consistent, that's the one. I'd, I, I, it's all individual for everybody. Whatever you can do consistently.
0: And what do you think is a good uh, combination between macros in order to have uh, the best uh, 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 when it's uh, adjusting your body better? Because some say like if you put fats and carbs and protein together the adjusting is not good in your body. You're gonna feel more uh, uh, tired. So what is some of the combination you believe is good?
1: well I mean I I do like I said every meal I have a protein source a carbohydrate source uh, and a healthy fat source and I throw a vegetable source in there so all my meals have all the macros in them Uh, around my workout I might have a little bit more carbohydrates and maybe at night I'll have less carbohydrates and more proteins and fats but uh, there's always uh, yeah I have I have them all I have them all but I think Uh, what I think is more important is finding the foods that work for you like oatmeal so last night the reason why I feel crappy wasn't that I really had crappy food I just made a bunch of oatmeal pancakes and oats make me feel like crap they make my stomach inflamed like I'm gassy Ugh, I hate it Um, but rice sushi rice works really well for me it's about knowing your body so Mm -hmm. you find the foods that you know work for you what's work mean I don't feel sluggish I don't feel bloated I don't feel gassy that's a really good point. So then you use the foods that work for you, and uh, but as far as uh, when I work with my clients, and I have clients that are in amazing shape, and they are not doing any type of radical dieting. And the reason why they're in amazing shape would feel great is because they they're doing something they could do consistently when they travel. Like they, you know what I mean? It's it's something that it, it takes no thought about anymore. And that's the thing. Like it's not a job. To eat correctly you know just say hey listen i'm going to make these choices but some of my patients intermittent fast or some of my patients do keto uh, whatever works for them i find out, i, I got to find out there what works for their personality and what works uh, what foods work for them so it really is individualized and I, I wouldn't let anybody tell you there's one way to do it at all
0: awesome so so uh, last question i have for you is what would be the legacy you would like to live long after you won't
1: be here well that's a great question i actually selfishly uh i don't i don't uh i don't think about legacy after i die i want to live my legacy i want to see it when i'm here meaning like a like a stan lee right with marvel just think he created all those marvel characters he's 95 96 years old and he's he's seen his living legacy i think that is the coolest most amazing thing in your life that you could actually build something build a legacy and actually see it when you're alive happening I mean I think that's the coolest thing in the world so I I I think for legacy but my purpose I could just tell you my purpose whatever my purpose does if it does become a legacy after I'm long gone great but my purpose is that I resurrect heroes from the complacency of their secret identity, just that less than watered down version of their truth. Uh, So they can live heroic lives once again. So we could be the true authentic versions of who we were created to be. And how do we do that? By teaching people and showing people how to express and experience true love now and appreciation now, not someday when I I conditionally get this. No, 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 it's about now in every area of their life your finances may not where you want them to be but crap you can appreciate that you're doing good today you know your relationship might not but it like it doesn't matter if it's where it wants to be like you said but we can at least find something to appreciate about it right now and when you could when you could be in that state of appreciation every day is happy you know every year you're not judging you're not guilty you're not in shame and so my job is to really you know peel off off and a bunch of sadistic values that were, that were placed upon us growing up and allowing people to, to really find out who they are, not just nutritionally, but who they are as a person and say, I'm going to live my life on my terms, create my life on who I was created to be. A lot of people are living their lives because mommy and daddy wanted them to live that life or they live in a life because they felt they had to live this life, but they never asked themselves, well, who am I? So that's what I do. I'm a hero consultant. I take people and I create, i, I rip the hero right out of them to the surface so they can live the life they created or created to live.
0: Yeah. Most of us live a false identity. It's like we think it's who we are until something happens and you do something you never done before. And when you do that, it's like start to get your brain like what? What happened right now? How did I do that? So once you experience, because no matter how you're going to say to people yes, this is not who you are, until he experiences that, uh-huh. then his identity can expand. But until he's yes. not doing it, then you can tell him all day long, write down his gold, everything, he's still going to think he's in, in that identity.
1: No, amen. Like, and, and the thing is, like a lot of people don't know they're there because they're so used to it. So then I say, you know, then I have a whole system that takes them through it. And they're like, holy cow, I am there. And then I'm able to pull them out of it, and so uh, I mean, and then I and it's just it's just been, I've been having so much fun with that, and uh, I have my practice. its just it's really been an amazing, an amazing ride, and just gonna get better and better and better.
0: I think it's about getting them outside of what it's called the social conditioning, right? Because yeah. once oh, yeah. you speak to other people, you oh, you start to speak in certain voice or you in the elevator, you will not talk to strangers. So once yes. you start to do those stuff that most are not willing to do, like talking to strangers, go outside, uh, all these kind of stuff, then you actually make your brain understand. Yes, I am more than this social conditioning.
1: Yeah, it's it's the imposed, injected values of society. Where you know that you know we are educated, taught, rewarded, and medicated on be, being mediocre. Mm-hmm. We're told what to do and what to think, but we're never given a chance on how to find our own truth. Like Bruce Lee was all about, you know, finding your own truth.
0: So, you know, like you're right,
1: experience experience tells you your own truth.
0: So let's, for example, I'm a client of yours right now, yeah. I tell you, oh, I want to change myself and uh, I yeah. still sabotage myself all the time. How do you help me uh, understand that, that I'm not my condition, that I can go beyond what I think I am right now?
1: Well, what I do is I understand like that feeling that you're having, that means that you're grieving your potential. I want to change, you know, there's that, that yearning to be something bigger and better. So we know you're grieving your potential. We know you're not happy. So we get to find out what is it. Because a lot of times I'll ask people, "What do you want to do?" And they say, "What? I don't know." Everybody knows. See, it's 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 not about attaining. It's about reattaining. It's not about discovering. It's about rediscovering. So it's about remembering. So I help people remember what they want to do. So you know what makes you happy. What gets you excited. What uh, What do you do that you forget to eat? What do you do that you could talk about all the time? So we start we start finding the things that give them juice. Like, you know, when you and I are on this podcast, we're, we're, we're vibrating at a different level. Like, our chemistry is different right now, right? And because we're doing what we, – we're in our zone. So at first I find their zone, number one. Then I find their superpowers. I help them find their superpowers, their gifts and talents that many take for granted because it's easy to you. And then we choose the vehicle to get their message out. And then the whole thing is that's great and all. But then I teach them how to monetize that. A lot of times we go to these – Tony whatever personal development you get all inspired and pumped up and hey I'm gonna change my life okay so how are you gonna make money out of it uh oh yeah you're right I'll just go back to my job I'll just go back to the thing that was comfortable so the thing is the, all this personal development stuff, I'm like the antithesis to that. I don't even, like, because they just, they leave you hanging where I actually teach you now. Okay, great, we know what you want to do, we know what you love to do. Now let's monetize that so you can do what you love to do and make a living versus just doing something you feel you had to do to make a living. And that's what, that's what thats what it's about. It's about living happiness, joy, and through happiness and joy, that's where self-growth happens.
0: Awesome. So where can people find you, yep. of course?
1: Well, right now, I want to give you guys – I have something called my, my, the Hero Secret Sauce. It's those five principles you can start applying right now uh, in any area of your life. They'll start rising up. So all you have to go is to IamHero.com, so www.IamHero.com forward slash secret s-e-c-r-e-t secret so I iamhero.com forward slash secret and you will get for free uh, my pdfs and a couple videos on the hero secret sauce you'll love them and then there's other relevant courses that you could see in there uh, that might uh, apply to you as well you'll see those as well and uh, the next best thing to do is go to uh, social media because social media i post every single day content every day on stuff like this so it's deep it's not fluffy bs it's stuff that'll change and shift your life plus I answer all your comments. I answer all your messages because that's of high value to me. So we really connect and have a human interaction. And all you have to do either go on Facebook or on Instagram, and it's at Dr. Zeno. D R Z is in zebra. A I N is in Nancy. O, and we'll keep this conversation going.
0: Awesome, and I will also put all the links uh, with the articles on my site. So, uh, no worries. Thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate oh, it. You really yeah. uh, gave us a lot of good stuff. So, uh, I, I'm really blessed to have you on the show, man. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, yeah.
1: You're amazing, man. I appreciate you and thank you so much for your time. And, and, and just to let you know that the reason why you did that is because you do care about your audience. I really appreciate that, man. And uh, you really blessed me today as well.
0: If you enjoyed this interview or any other one from the Mind Body Podcast, feel free to subscribe to my podcast at iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and at my YouTube channel. Also, feel free to share this podcast on Instagram by tagging the Mind Body Podcast. Do you want to be a part of the Mind Body Podcast? So remember the fast factor. The fast factor stands for one, Facebook. Become a part of the Mind Body Podcast community by joining our Facebook community just by searching on Facebook the Mind Body Podcast Community. Number two, act. Don't just be a passive listener. Act upon what you've just learned by applying one simple thing from any episode or interview. Three, Subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud or if you're visual like me, then just search the Body podcast on YouTube. And number four, train others. Cause just like I always says, leaders create leaders and you're all here to grow together and by training others, you're training yourself. So this is the fast factor. Remember it. Facebook act subscribe and train others oh and please feel free to leave a review which will engage all your vac senses and the vac senses stands for visual auditory and kinesthetic which when you use all the three combined you remember stuff much better for more information about my coaching public speaking and taking your mind and body to all new levels Check my site at lidodayan.com Till then, never, ever forget to smile. See you soon.